You're listening to Wake Up Tucson. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. All right, 7.07 in the morning, second hour of Wake Up Tucson on the air. Christy Simone, ESQ, author, um, excuse me, Raghavan uh, Eir coming up at the uh, 8.07 on the Curry Trail. Going to a little f- deep dive foodie uh, interview with him. And then remember, uh, we have uh, Food Friday. We have kind of, we got coffee and Food Friday. We got Dan Spencer, the Filthy Pirate, and Ben Ryan, the Divine Bovine uh, Meister, will be here for Food Friday. So then the next Friday will be um, another double food Friday. We got Fatima from Inca and then uh, Vito and Vito will be here from Vero's with St. Joseph's Pastry for March 19th weekend. Already starting on sale today, you can get them. Uh, that's what Vito told me. So that's what Vito told me. So um, let's get to this. So I, I, I talked a little bit about the um my day yesterday it was good i went to this groundbreaking of this uh, veterans memorial first responders memorial up in oral valley at naranja park and um and then i went to the ed stolmaker building dedication at the morana chamber of commerce last night which was amazing saw a lot of new old friends and it was a beautiful event remembering a very very good man so Good, good stuff. Now, um, so a few of you have already guessed the identity of this person because he put it out on his Facebook page. And there was a similar discussion with a relative of another young man at the Ed Stolmaker event last night. But it was the idea that this young man... Wanted to stay in Tucson. You want to live here. He can't, he's grew up here, right? And, you know, he likes public administration stuff. He wants to be in the government politics stuff. The other one's a little younger, uh, hardworking kid, wants to be in government's politics. And they're both registered Republicans. And especially the one in the morning, the older gentleman with a, again, he's got a really good resume. Hell of a network of references. And I lost my patience with him yesterday a little bit. In mixed company, right? As we like to say. And I'm getting to that point of what don't you get here? Right, you you see these folks who are just spinning their freaking wheels in this community. If you're someone who's on the, you really want to do something with your life, and you're on the you're on the young side, and you want to build your career, you're in the wrong town. And what's amazing about this young man, he knows everybody. He cycles with the right people. He's on every board humanly possible. Right? He's got a great resume, believe it or not. And he can't find a job in that politics government thing. 
and he ran for office as a Republican. Get out. I told him, right now, I need you to, I don't know if you have a house or an apartment, I don't know where you're living, but sell it, rent it, end your lease. Go move to Gilbert. Get out. Right? This, I, I told him, I was telling Matt earlier, it's like the movie The Amityville Horror, right? It was a 80s movie. It's based on a true story of the family that moves in an idyllic Long Island house that is demonically possessed. And there's a, the, the walls are bleeding, right? This, the, the radio starts playing Yoko Ono, right? All the newspapers and books turn into Steve Kazachik uh, newsletters, right? All of these different things that can happen in a demonically possessed house, okay? All your pictures turn into Justine Wadsack, all of those things, okay? We're bipartisan with our insulting here. Now, but the, the, there's a part in the movie I remember. Maybe I, I, maybe I, I don't know if I'm remembering right, but I remember the house in a not very nice voice go, Get out. Get out. Get out. Don't listen to Paul McCartney and get back. Get out. Get out. With this guy's resume, he can get a good job. With his resume and references, and he'll have stellar references, he can get a job in Maricopa County, Pretty, I think, at a pretty decent clip. A real job. Right? Not, not working as the communications director for some quasi-governmental chamber thing. And I get it. You got your friends here. You, I'm sure he's got family here. You're only up the road an hour and 40 minutes. Go to Casa Grande. You, you, you actually do that. You're better off. Go get it. Go 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 rent a house in Casa Grande. Now you're only 48 minutes away from mom's home cooking, and you're not beholden to this place. This is not a place of economic opportunity. Does anyone get that yet? No, there's some, you know, we just talked about the wondrous world of Marana. We're getting there. Oro Valley is a bedroom community. We That's our future. We're just going to be a nice bedroom community if we don't screw it up. But if we don't get economic development right, we're just going to be, we're, we're, we're going to have a property tax soon is what's going to happen. Right? Oro Valley's got the champagne tastes and the beer budget, kids. Trust me. I, have the, I just have the beer budget. I don't have the champagne taste. I just want green grass. That's all I want. Uh, to what a, just a simple man I want a simple life I want my I want my damn town to fix a road and grow some grass <laughs> but if you're a young woman young man and you I mean what's your what's what's your what's your um what's your few what's your potential here and I told him all of his buddies that he hangs out with these chamber people right who don't want to really change to all you know what they're doing they're just picking on the bones of a, of a dying animal for short-term gain. I mean, what, what are we talking about here? What are, you know, this isn't, this isn't some big, fat, rich community that we're all kicking butt on. That's not the way. That's not where we're at. I mean, what, 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 what's, what's, our, what's the, you know, strengths, weaknesses, 
Uh, we'll do our SWOT analysis here, right? Let's go to O for opportunities. What's the opportunities? Look, we have a world-class research university that we don't get anything out of that much uh, locally. They're, they, they've turned into the Vatican over there. I get it. All right? That's just the way culturally things have worked, right? But when we, do we are we really seeing that tech transfer uh, – Make uh, if you with all the greatness coming out of the U of A science side, right? And we hang out with Joaquin Ruiz over the years, right? You would think there'd be five startup companies that have become real companies doing stuff in Tucson, and at least, at least, you know, employing eighty people, right? We don't have that. Remember, the guys uh, building uh, shipping container houses are in Denver now because Tucson didn't want them, right? Then, if you remember the guys who were working with Beats Headphones, it was one of those companies, too, coming out of the U of A. They went to San Diego because Tucson wasn't where, you know, they they weren't feeling it in Tucson either. So when we say that, yes, is the U of A this great asset? It can be. But are we using it as the, is is this a growing asset that's doing anything for in relation to Tucson? And it's 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 muffled. The effect of the University of Arizona on the research side is muffled in this community. Because trust me, all these people, uh, the 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 Sun Corridor losers, the Chamber losers, U of A startup park, uh, tech park, they'd be out there with the most amazing press releases and stories that all this was going on. Because we're desperate for any win humanly possible. I mean, look at look at the county and the city dropping their shorts for the battery company. Because they got nothing. Lori, hold on. I got to go to break at 717 in the morning. I'll get to your phone calls. Join in on the fun. 790-2040 is the number. You're on Wake Up Tucson, 1030 The Voice, local news and talk. My blue heaven. What a perfect choice right now. Wake up. This is this is why Matt is Matt. He, he he nailed it right. So he has a list of stuff. And he can always go off at any time he wants, right? But so one of the songs for Glenn Miller's birthday was "My Blue Heaven," right? Which for some people that describes this place. And then we went to "Wouldn't It Be Nice," Nick Kershaw, his birthday today. Just just perfect. We're talking about a discussion, especially about one gentleman I had a discussion with yesterday who wants to be in government and politics. He's a young guy, great resume, hangs out with all the right people, goes cycling with all the right people, takes all the selfies with all the right people. And I told him, get the hell out of here and go to Gilbert. So that's where we're in the middle of that rant. Not yes, like sir. leave, but you know, hey, there are opportunities, right? Yeah. it's Do what you're supposed to do is come back to Tucson to retire. 790-2040 is the phone number. Let's go to Lori. Lori, thanks for holding. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, so when my girls were in high school, yes. I started uh, talking, talking to them. They're now 27, 28. Uh, I started talking to them about getting out of Tucson because it was dying. Yep. And um, I was born and raised here. Obviously, so were they. Uh, but I'm not seeing this town or this county going anywhere, and I wanted something better for my girls. My youngest, um, the week after she graduated from college, packed up all of her stuff and went to D.C. Um, She worked for the RNC in their war room for two years, three years. She's now on Capitol Hill as a communication person for the Appropriations Committee. Look at that. 
um, she she um, interned with Gosar when she was in high school or right out of college or in college during her summer years. And he wants to do something in that. He needs to definitely get out of Tucson. Yeah, that's the, especially if you're and also if you want to do government, you're in the wrong party in Tucson. Even even your boyfriend yep. Rodney yep. Glassman learned to become a Republican and moved to Phoenix. Yep. And by boyfriend, I meant spiritually. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> my my love interest. Yeah. Lori just yeah. threw up a little in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> yeah, did you say drool or threw up? <laughs> threw up. <laughs> threw up. Threw up. Thank you. Clearly. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but, but you're right. It's, yeah. it, it, you know, in the, in the end, the, the opportunities for someone on the, on the, going on the up, right, are not here, right? Even you're right. saying your daughter, you know, built, you know, basically got a job with someone who's a, you know, a elected official who's not from here. Right. Right. Yes. Yep. And um, I have a plan probably within five years that I'll be out of Tucson because I see a, di- I see a dying community. Well, you're on the streets every day uh, doing your job. Yeah. And, and no one, you know, there aren't many other people in Tucson uh, that are seeing the misery of what's going on in the city of Tucson more than you. Right. And, I, the, of course, the, the homeless that I come across today <clears throat> in encampments and stuff, you know it's going to get very cold and rain again, probably snow. So you know you offer them treatment, they don't they don't want it. They don't that drug has got a hold of them, and um, this you know it's it's just and the county is the same way. I mean you know we've uh, we don't have a lot of leadership in either position. So well, Lori, stay safe out there, and we'll miss you in six, you. we'll miss you in five years. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. 790-2040 is the phone number. There are a few few of our friends of the show, especially kind of in that SALC world, um, who think I'm a little, like, harsh on uh, on, uh, Yenser with seven Zs, right? He's got lots of Zs in his name, Yenser, right? And when you listen to that show he did, right, you just literally, sh- you literally just sh- saw the fact that there's no, there's no urgency, right, with any of these people on fixing stuff, right. I mean, Bill, Bill number two just sent me this story that uh, Fletcher's throwing uh, one hundred and sixty thousand dollars of um, taxpayer dollars for some quote celebrity Las Vegas chefs opening up in the funky monk spot. Right, which Nunez, the owner, says they're going to generate more than three point eight million within five years of operation. I have two words for you when I see this, Chris Bianco. Chris Bianco is considered, and his pizzas are tasty little suckers. Don't get me wrong, but he is considered one of the most famous chefs in the United States. They just did ad, they just did uh, stories about his pizza place, Pizzeria Bianco, and uh, again, in, because all these people were coming from all over the country for the Super Bowl, and it literally is why I waited an hour and 45 minutes to get a pizza or something like that. That Chris Bianco. That's just from last month, like three weeks ago. 
and Chris Bianco couldn't make it downtown. And do we think the when Chris Bianco do we think downtown has more momentum now than it does before? When you look at all the money that's been thrown around through Rio Nuevo, has it made a difference? Really? I don't know. It's not obvious that it's made a difference. I'd love to see the business improvement district tax revenue from the city, which is just in that area for the last five years. I'd love to see that number. Going back to the beginning, that's that was my the whole purpose of this is to increase the tax revenue potential of a defined physical area. Right. That's why and that's why never, bids exist. Ever since twenty ten or two thousand eight or whenever all this stuff started rolling out, they never just showed a graph, here's the sales tax revenue before Here's after. I, that would be helpful to know. I'm Correct. not saying there, it's not working. I'm just saying I haven't seen it and it would be helpful. Let's clarify the situation. Yeah, I mean, just subjectively. I mean, think about that this. Was, so because that was the original Patricia Sh- Patricia Schwabe, who owns Penka, right? And her husband is Peach Properties, which is a mover and shaker downtown, right? So she takes over the 1055 Brewing Place, which was a restaurant that served beer. So now she wants to turn it into some place called Blue Front that serves meatloaf and beer. $22 meatloaf. Okay. And Fletcher gave her $350,000 for t- tenant improvements to do a, a meatloaf place. For what? For what? Um, so anyway, for that young man who had his, his thing on Facebook about should you stay or should you go, uh, as the clash once sang, get out. Get out. If you're a young... So think about it. So Joe Higgins and I already gave you, did the pain for you 15 years ago, 14 years ago. Remember Joe wanted to do this show to save this, give his kids an opportunity to, uh, to have a career here? We tried it. It's been done. What do you think? Zach Yenster's going to save you? He's an enabler of these people. Do you guys get that yet? You know, when when you're celebrating Jonathan Rothschild for leadership, you have a problem. Wake up, Tucson, 1030. All right. It's Harry Belafonte's birthday today. We're having a little fun with him. Roger Daltrey and Glenn Miller and Nick Kershaw. Who's the going to do that today? Here's a little Zach on Zach action, as we like to say. Uh, Greek brother Zach, the problem with Zach Yenser is that he thinks the calendar started the day he was born. Zinger. He goes, you, you guys have been talking about this for 13 years. They didn't believe us, Zach. Greek brother Zach. They didn't believe us. They're 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 so smart. They're the smartest people in the room. But again, when when you're doing when 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 he sits there and slobbers all over Jonathan Rothschild, right? One of the most cowardly humans in all of politics. One time, let me, let me tell you a Jonathan Rothschild story I never told before on the air. I don't care anymore. It's fine. Uh, he comes into an interview with me a week after Sharon Bronson beats, uh, barely beats Kim DeMarco. And when he says to me, the first thing, you're not good morning, Chris. How are you doing? It's, I can't believe you jerks didn't get rid of Bronson. That's what he said to me coming into the interview. I said, you endorsed her jerk. So don't, I said, don't get on my case that Republicans didn't get rid of someone you didn't like. 
right? And you endorsed her. You could have walked away from her at least, maybe. So when I when I when I see Zach with lots of Z's going, oh Jonathan, what a paragon of leadership. Get the hell out of here. Lost your mind. It's a little narcissist. Um Listener Mike, you're correct about having to leave Tucson to succeed. What you did not mention is racist Regina, 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 sorry, uh, this is his words, denying Grand Canyon University because she didn't want BMWs driving through the barrio. Now, again, that wasn't her who said that. That was Miguel Ortega from the previous segment on Wake Up Tucson called Yell at Miguel. But he wrote that in an op-ed. And he was always, he used to be, this won't surprise you, the chief of staff for Karen Ulick. But then he got in trouble with the power because he ran for TUSD school board against Adelita, and that was a problem. And so then all of a sudden, magically, he was no longer the chief of staff for Karen Ulick. Thank you for being a, a, a semi-loyal soldier. Uh, Mike continues, I've, I've, I was raised in Tucson. I've been here 54 of my 61 years, and I told my son when he graduates uh, that he has to think about leaving. We've been talking about this forever. Even uh, lawyer to the machine, Larry Hecker, when he got his rear end handed to him by Gary Davidson at a bond debate in 2015, Gary just, oh, it was Mike Tyson versus Emmanuel Lewis. Okay. <clears throat> but Gary didn't bite his ear. Okay. But even Larry Hecker in his opening statement, and I believe the debate uh, moderator was Dan Shearer. He's like, oh, it's so horrible. We're losing all of these graduates from the university, and they're going to other markets. That was Hecker seven years ago. It's just gotten worse. Imagine, even, even if you're someone who comes from another state from the U of A, and, and you have to drive through the filth and the fentanyl to get the class, are you really going, man, give me more Tucson after I get my paper? I need more fentanyl in my life. I mean, what are we doing here? If you remember, I, I got—I don't know if I'll even be able to find it because not that I ever pay for—I would ever pay for the Arizona Daily Star. Even usually useless little Timmy did a column years ago, where he actually did something called research. And the research he did had to do with the um, the out-migration of high-salaried people out of Tucson to other markets. I don't know if this was like a ADP thing. Well, I don't know where he got that. Or maybe it was the State Department of Labor, wherever it was. And it talked about the amount of people who were making six figures in Tucson. Those jobs don't even exist. Weren't even like there was such a a, a, a reduction of those level jobs in Tucson as companies were downsizing, moving, whatever. And um, you're supposed to build on the knowledge of the past a little bit, right? It's all the same people, right? I mean, think about this, right? When Joe and I first started, Joe Snell was running Trio. Still there, telling you everything's great right i don't know how he does it i mean i i i I haven't thought about this in a long time 
and quite possibly Joe Snell might. I think he might. If we look a little deeper on him, he might be one of those Vegas, um, Vegas hypnotists. That's the only way he can get away with it. I mean, he has a personality of a toilet seat, as my dad would say. I mean, has anyone listened to Joe Snell and go, God, I'd love to run through a wall for that guy. Right? I mean, Michael Guyman's still hanging around. Right? And, you know, so when I knew Mike, he was, when we first started, he was doing MPA. Right? And Amber Smith was working with him at MPA. Right? Then Michael goes over to be a trio loser. Right? Then he goes over to work for Amber when she goes over to work at the chamber, and now he's back at the chamber. Right? It's like the same faces. And Michael should know better. He's been doing it for years. Right? So I'm gonna give Mike I'm gonna give him a benefit of the doubt. It's not that he wants to keep Tucson crappy. He just doesn't have the tools to make it better. Right? And part of those tools is yes, you have to be strategic. You can't be a flamethrower like D. Simone on all this stuff, right? But you do have to have the will. Right, the will to be to, to 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 you have to have the will to want to make change happen, right? But also the tools to make it happen, right? How do you build those relationships, right? How do you express yourself in a way that is intelligent yet a little mildly forceful? Instead of this work around the edges stuff, which is really tired, no one knows it better than me and Matt. We read this stuff all the time, right? We see how they just work around the. I told. I've. I've. I've it's, this is the Victoria's Secret thing. I. I say it all the time, right? The guy wants his girlfriend to wear some hot lingerie, so he keeps walking her past the, the Victoria's Secret and says, "Man, you look pretty good in that uh, bustier." Oh, that's us, right? Trio tried. We. We go to San Diego and go. Hey, look! Here's a town that might you know do biotech right, and then of course you know Pablo Slovakia has got a you know, do something inappropriate and blow the trips for everybody, right? Um, we go to, we, we took a moment, we went to Austin, we went to San Jose, right? And that was Joe Snell, instead of pointing at a, you know, at a, at a, at a G-string teddy, right? He's like, hey, look, this is how normal people act. But even Joe gave up on those trips because he knows he's hoodwinking them, Right? Everything's fine. Keep giving me six hundred fifty thousand for my organization, and I'll still pay myself four hundred G's a year. Four hundred G's with a staff of four. That's good living, buddy. Hypnotist. He's a hypnotist. It reminds me of that line from Wonderful Life. Remember when George is trying to figure out this whole thing with Clarence and the alternate universe, and he goes, "What are you, some sort of hypnotist?" Right? That's Joe Snell. He's a hypnotist. I never. I, he's some sort of. There's a mind control thing. He's like a. He's like the worst useless bureaucrat mixed with Professor Xavier from the X Men. That's what I think it is. He can just control thoughts. That's what I'm thinking, right? Um, and we we've talked about all those missed opportunities. Joe and I did it all, dude. We did it. We've tried to run candidates. Right, we tried to get the chamber uh, fixed, which was we brought in. Um, I, I, we were in a good spot. Wendell was the chair, right, and then Mike Varney brought in, and Mike and uh, Mike and uh, Bill Holmes, right? They come in, right? 
We have a we have a a government affairs committee run by Brad Richards from Mister Electric, and I'll do it in my Howard Cosell voice because it works pretty well. Ben Beulah Garcia, right? And they were doing it, and that chamber board again got infested by, you know, the cable companies kind of people and all this stuff. I'll never forget me, Higgins, uh, Bill Holmes, and Barney were having breakfast at uh, Chaffin's. Had one of Alex's amazing corned beef. Just dropped my jacket. It pissed me off. Thank you. My jacket got caught under my chair. So we're having uh, we're having um, breakfast at Chaffin's. Corned beef cabbage. Alex made the best corned beef, sorry, corned beef hash in the entire place. And um, Bill walks up to the table and says... God rest his soul, Bill. I love that man. Okay, he says, "Oh, uh, hey, I'm late. I, I just sold a uh, a sponsorship to a uh, for a member. I'm doing it all today. Twenty five thousand dollars sponsorship, blah, blah blah. And he names a classic utility, a character that works at a utility. That's a perfect keep Tucson crappy kind of human. And you know, Higgins is the nice cop in our relationship. You guys know that. Higgins was visibly pissed at Bill, and he knew Bill for 20 years. He goes, get the hell out of here. And he's like, what? Because he was happy. He scored 20. You know, it was part of his job was development, right? And Joe knew it was that step in the wrong direction. And then it happened, right? Wendell circles cycles off his chair, right? This is Wendell who was long, who was running the... Uh, Casino del Sol at the time, right? And then Tony Penn takes over from the United Way. And the whole thing starts falling apart. Varney gets neutered. Varney wasn't allowed to literally print anything like a column without Tony Penn approving it. All of a sudden, Ben Bueller Garcia and Brad Richards finds out that uh, they were running a shadow government affairs committee made of board members. And then when it came time to elections, that election year that came up, they got rid of them. They, oh, yeah, we've been doing this already. You guys are gone. So it's the same. It's the same. We, Joe and I have been through it all. Right? We, Joe started the Arizona Policy Institute. Do you guys remember that? That was Goldwater South. Remember Shelby Hawkins stood up against uh, Rio Nuevo on the Maynard's deal? And they and we couldn't find a judge. The judge said she didn't have standing, which didn't make sense. She was a business owner that wasn't getting free stuff from the city. So is that before or after she started getting inspections on her uh, on her business? By when the she came out as the plaintiff, yeah. Then the city started riddling her with extra inspections that right. she never had in the life right. of Five Star Pest Control. Thank you. Right. Chris and Joe have done it, kids. We tried the Goldwater thing. We've done it. Right. And there's been lots of times where we look behind us and there was nobody there. That's life. We're not butthurt about it. That's just life. That's why we've kind of moved on with our stuff. I mean, I'm still doing the show, but I'm not doing much on the, the other side anymore. I try. We try to get behind the right people or whatever. But, you know, it, there's only so many times Chris and Joe can hit their head against the, uh, against the door and, you know, there's not much help behind. There's been people to help us, but... This town's not interested in changing, right? And part of that, again, is the worst um, um, media, local media class I've ever seen. 
I mean, they're not even intellectually curious. That's the part that gets me. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, hold on. Let's go to break. Uh, and uh, I got uh, I got uh, Mr. Uh, Raghavan Iyer. Uh, Farlow just sent me a uh, New York Times article that they did on uh, Raghavan a few days ago about uh, this whole thing. So. Look at me, Mr. New York Times and Wake Up Tucson all in the same week. That's scary. So you're on Wake Up Tucson, 1030 The Voice, local news and talk. All righty. Roger Daltrey's birthday today. Uh, Greek brother Zach, if you're not in real estate, healthcare, government, or the car business, Tucson's a tough place to make it. And even on the healthcare business, right? So I have some young ladies in my life that I coach in soccer who basically the, the, the ones that wanted to be nurses – couldn't get into the U of A nursing school because there's never seems to be any spaces over there. So they went to Grand Canyon University, right? And one of them, who's very good friends with my daughter, just graduated, passed her stuff, and she is now a full-blown doing 412s in Phoenix. They're all working in Phoenix now. Well, and you look at the area of uh, political advocacy or uh, communications, and who do they fill? Former former office holders. So if you really want to get into that, you might want to win office. They get a lot of people that have long careers in uh, the press, right? Yeah. Because they have networks and contacts and know how to communicate with people. So that's one other avenue. And then you look at somebody like uh, Jesse Kelly, and I'm not advocating for or against the guy, but he went off to D.C. and he's done okay for himself. So, I mean, if if, if that's the career track you have. And also you want, helps to have a rich dad. Now I did not uh, know that. <laughs> I didn't know that part. <laughs> Sorry, it just came out. Uh, no, Jesse's doing just fine from over there uh, for himself. Uh, let's try to get, uh, let's see, Brushfire Sean, top of the morning to you. Top of the morning to all, ladies and gentlemen. And I listened to this, and I'm, I, it just, because I've been here since 1989, and when I came here, this place was kind of really dirty. And now it's just, you know, roadside, what you have, nas- national roadside camping was yesterday or something like that. Yes. So, and, you know, it, I was, you mean it's, dir- it's dirty, it's dirtier. <laughs> yes, it's dirtier. It's that's, I got a camp right around the corner from my house and I'm like, Hey, wait a minute. I'm at, I'm at Houghton and golf Lynch, guys. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is getting a little out of hand. Absolutely. But, you know, this will be Pliskin acres, but you know, I was gone for 14 weeks total, Chris. And I went from here. We did 4,000 kilometers, Flagstaff, Moab, Sedona, Prescott, Prescott Valley, Dewey, all these places. And I can literally find more. I call them tire breaking potholes within one mile of my house than I saw the entire trip. It's true. It's true. Like I said, I just don't understand. I'm a guy who hangs out in Yuma with some buddies of mine and, you know, it only gets to be 124 in Yuma once in a while. And their roads are, they're they're, they're like, they're, they're like, they're like silk compared to our stuff half the, most of the time. So who knew? Yeah, and they get snow up. They get they get real snow up there. That's true. Up and, by, and yeah. tomorrow they don't. Tomorrow they'll be closing bridges here in town. And I came off of Flagstaff in the worst blizzard I've ever seen in my life. I didn't see any bridges closed. As you try and go to work tomorrow and make your living. Well, we're, we're very extra careful here, sir. Very extra careful. So, but uh, oh sh- yeah, but sh- but Sean, like, so think about it, right? It's like. Um, it's um, there's only certain business. If you're a young person and wants to build a career in the end, right? Uh, Sergio just texted me. You, 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 you. I guess you could be you go at the U of A and work through there, right? As a young person, possibly. 
And then the other one is, you know, making greeting cards down at Raytheon. Right? That's 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 um, your real possible real career paths in this town. Right? I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna and I'm 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 lovingly gonna disagree with you on that. If you're in the trades right now, you can actually make it here. You could do you could do pretty darn good here. That's a good point. I agree with that. I do agree with that. You um, know? I mean, but, if you want to be in plumbing, heating, cooling, concrete, I know this. This these are understand they don't want to do, but the reason they're paying so much is because nobody wants to do it, and there's good money right now. So we're, we're no, this is this is a good this is a good opening for next part of the discussion, Sean. Is so it's amazing is you'll have these white people that want to do white collar jobs. I don't know if I can even say that anymore. White collar jobs. Yeah, that, that, I'm triggered. That thank you. That know that the blue collar job might be paying forty percent more than they're making, but they're never going to get their hands dirty, right? Then at the yep. same time, the education of the kids coming through right now is so bad that you do have to have some sort of educational rigor in, in, as a young man or woman to work in a trades job, right? Crap needs to be measured. You need to know how to read, you know, meters and oh, no. right all that. Oh right, no! Right? I mean, am I wrong? Oh, am, am, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm having a fit. Right? I'm spit my tea up because when I handed a kid a wrench one time, he looked at it like I had handed him a tarantula. He'd what? never seen a wrench. Well, that's the thing, right? So, so both their regular basic education in school and their practical education of life is so non-existent that that that's also a hard thing to for them to move into the trades, like you're saying, right? I mean, think about it. Like, you know, we say, oh, I, I have a, my 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 mechanic who I love to death is 68 years old, right? Oh my, right? And when he when he retires or passes away, I'm gonna I'm gonna sob, okay, cry like a big baby. He's a good friend too, but who's going to replace him? Right? I mean, especially cars are more complicated than ever. I'm, and that's what the machining business is right now. And the business I was in is we are not getting enough people in to replace the people that left. And it's going to be that way for, I think, until the very end. What do you think a starting a starting wage is on a machinist right now? What do you think, roughly? Uh, twenty-eight. How much? If you're good, uh, twenty-eight. Okay. If you're if you're if if you've come out of Pima, or come out of Sunnyside, and you know you know you can write G code, yeah, twenty-eight. Okay. Hey, that's highly experienced. You're going to be at thirty-eight. Then, well, thirty-eight here, forty-seven in Phoenix. I mean, think about this: the average. We we know that the per capita income in Tucson, Arizona, is twenty-four Gs. Right, yeah. so if you're making twenty eight dollars an hour in Tucson, Arizona, being a machinist, you're doing pretty damn good. Fifty six thousand dollars a year, and and I'll tell you what, I don't know anybody that's not taking overtime right now. Absolutely, you just don't have enough people. <laughs> you just don't have enough people. You know, it only takes seven hours a week, and all of a sudden you're making ninety thousand dollars. Not that I know anything about math, and math bores people. I understand that. Sorry. Oh. Part of what makes the world go round. Well, Sean, good call, bud. I'm running out of time, but uh, have a uh, super I day. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Appreciate your support out there, all you people, and have a great day. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. All right, Brushfire. Have a good day, my friend.
All right, when we come back, uh, we're going to get a call in from Raghavan Iyer. He is the author of, first, his cookbook's called 660 Curries, but uh, the book, the new book's called On the Curry Trail. Looking forward to this one. So, Wake Up Tucson, 1030 The Voice, local news and talk.